Welcome to CalCast, your creator national podcast. God Network News, episode 114. Welcome, GNN fans, to another episode of God Network News, the podcast that tells you what God's doing around the world, not what CNN tells you, but what GNN tells you is going on in the world. If you're tired of listening to all of that crisis network news and you want to hear what God's doing, well, give us a listen. Greetings, faithful God Network News fans and all you new listeners to God Network News. We're really excited to be bringing you fresh news from the field of what God's doing amongst Unreached People Group. And uh, we want to thank you for all of you that listened to our series on the Middle East and all of the incredible stories and the comments that you gave. Please don't hesitate to put comments uh, on our website and any questions you might have. And do visit those links that we have put in the show notes if you're interested in getting in contact with some of those interesting people that are behind the stories. And we want to start a whole new series, and this one is going to be very exciting. We've got tremendous amount of stories, fantastic, incredible stories of God's miracles from the continent of deep, dark Africa. Actually, it's not deep, dark Africa anymore, because about 60% of the population of that continent are are now believers in Jesus, but there are still many unreached people groups there, and we've got a lot of workers that are doing incredible work amongst those remaining unreached people groups, and I hope that you will be inspired by all of these great stories from the continent of Africa. We're so excited to be here in one of the most beautiful parts of the planet, Cape Town, South Africa. And we're here again with our uh, friend and hero, hero to us anyway, Fred. And uh, Fred's got another story he'd like to tell us. Uh, hi, Fred. Hi, Kelvin. Go ahead and tell us the story that you were uh, talking about earlier. Yes, we uh, worked in, in a small village in, in the northern part of Mozambique. And uh, our strategy was to really learn from the people and in the beginning to build relationships relationships, make friends with the people, and try to find where are the people of peace, those who will be able to receive the gospel, who are open to spiritual things, who are influential, mm. and will be able to tell others and to teach others. Yeah. So um, Geraldo, one of our uh, YWAMers in the team, he had an old man called Mr. Maduka as oh. his man of peace. Now, Mr. Nice Mad names. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Maduka, the word Maduka means half bricks. They called him Mr. Oh. Half Bricks because he's so short. <laughs> a very <laughs> short great. old man. But he, is the he was the counselor of the king, a mm. very 
very influential man. So actually, when the new king passed away, he was the person that, that did the ceremony to yeah. uh, inaugurate the new king mm. amongst the Yao. Wow. And one of the kings of the Yao, there are five kings, lived in our village. And he was the main person as the counselor of mm. that king. And Mr. Maduka, Maduka was a, such a lovely man. He was a, a short guy, but so friendly and so open to spiritual things. Mm. So Geraldo, this young man, befriended him. And Geraldo learned language from him. And the mm. old man was very careful to teach Geraldo the, the good language, the proper wow, language. that's good. Uh, and he was very open also to the gospel. He loved oh, to hear the gospel, the Bible stories. So wow. Geraldo would tell Bible stories to him and he would teach Geraldo some of the language. And then this old man fell sick. Mm. And, you know, in the fatalistic worldview of the people, they, the people just say, ah, oh, it's his time, you know, because he was already like 80 years old. Mm -hmm. And his children were at the fields. It was the time of, of planting. So they were not there and they just left this old man alone at home. Mm. Geraldo the YWAM saw this old man and he he just came every day to mm. look after the old man. Mm. Uh, he brought some medicine. He, he, Louisa, Geraldo's wife, cooked and he took. And at that time where he was so sick, Geraldo even spoon fed him. Wow. And when he lay there in bed and he couldn't get up, Geraldo took water every day and went to physically bath this wow. old man. Oh my goodness. And you know, the love of Geraldo mm. touched this man's life. So where God healed him. And mm -hmm. when he was healed publicly in a public meeting, he said, amongst all my children, I do not have one like Geraldo. Wow. And Geraldo is from another tribe. He's a Makua. And for a Yao person to say that about a Makua is just wow. mind blowing. Wow. So he was referring to his own people and saying amongst all my sons I do not have one like Geraldo mm. and because of Geraldo's love this old man came to the Wow, and God. we started a house fellowship in this old man's house taught him the Bible stories and he started to teach the other people and even other chiefs uh, were hearing the gospel and came to the Lord because of Mr. Matuka wow. a beautiful man and <clears throat> and a few years ago I went back to that village mm -hmm. and I went to vis visit Mr. Matuka at his house mm -hmm. and I sat there on the grass mat with with him. And by this time, yeah, he had cataracts and he was blind. Mm. And I was just sympathizing with him. I'm so sorry that you cannot see. Mm. And when I said that, he grabbed him by the shoulder and he said, no, no, I can see. I couldn't see before you came. Mm. But when you came and you told us about Jesus, now I can see. Mm. I can see Jesus. That's awesome. And you know, I just swallowed the lump in my throat. And yeah. I thought, what if we didn't go? Yeah, that's right. What if we stayed? What if we left after two years when, you know, when it was so difficult? Because now it's not only Mr. Maduka, but hundreds and hundreds of Yahweh's that have come to the Lord mm. uh, through that movement. So we mm -hmm. left, there were only 20 believers when we left, you know, but that movement continued. The three people we invested in, they discipled others, that discipled others. And now it, this movement is like eight generations deep and 150 kilometers away. Wow. The people that are coming to the Lord now do not even know anything about YWAM. They do not even know Pedro, you know, who's That's leading okay, the movement. Yeah. They know Jesus. <laughs> they know Jesus. <laughs> but it's a real move of God and we are so excited about what God is doing in the North northern part of Mozambique and also on the other side of the border in Malawi amongst the same people group we're also seeing a movement mm. and from both sides these this movement and the branches has, have crossed over into the other country so it's wow. becoming one movement wow, that's of great. Uh, yeah nearly 2,000 people now wow, first generation incredible. believers wow that's fantastic you know you said something uh, when you were talking about the old man at the end you were saying what would happen if we hadn't gone and it just that really touched me and really spoke to me 
me, I felt like the Holy Spirit was really wanting to speak to our listeners and say, you know, if you've got a call on your life, don't settle for second or third best. Go for number one best. Go for God's will for your life. And if God's calling you, you know, there may be people groups out there that have never heard of Jesus and they won't hear of Jesus until you obey and you come and you speak to them. Yeah, it's amazing. When we went to these places where the gospel has not been preached, we found it's like the story of Cornelius. God has prepared people. Yeah, and our, people, mm -hmm. they've never even heard where the rainbow comes from. You know, they haven't heard the Bible stories. Mm. And when we talk about Jesus and the first time they hear the gospel, some people come to the Lord. Wow. It's yeah. it's just amazing that there are still places like that out there. And, oh, yeah. And they are waiting. Yes, they are. And who will go? That's right. Who will go? Well, God Network News listeners, I hope that you will go. Whether God leads you across the street or across the earth, that you will obey God. You'll do what he says but you know uh, there there are many lost people in the world but they aren't all people who've never heard of Jesus before and there are so many that haven't heard of Jesus these are the people that we're talking about in these podcasts and these stories and it's wonderful what God's doing but you know what uh, we wouldn't be able to share these stories these unreached peoples wouldn't have the stories of accepting Christ and understanding his salvation if it wasn't for people who were obeying God's call and going where Wherever it is, whatever they needed to do, uh, they did it and they obeyed. And thank you, Fred, that you and your lovely family were one of those that went to the Yao people, shared the gospel, planted seeds, and we're seeing tremendous growth, tremendous multiplication uh, amongst that people group now as a result of your obedience and other people as well. And so thank you very much, Fred, for sharing those stories with us. You know, it's it's such a privilege. It wasn't us. It was God. And yeah. we were just there at the right time at the right place and God's doing it you know yeah it's such a privilege to be part of that and to see the fruit not everybody see the fruit of the seed they plant uh, but true. to be able to see some of that fruit is really a privilege yeah very good thank you Fred for coming and sharing these stories with us and sharing your life with us bless you thank you Kelvin bless you if you enjoyed this episode please consider donating to help us continue to bring exciting stories fresh from the field visit our website at godnetworknews.com and select the paypal link on the right side of the page or consider becoming a patreon partner to receive access to more valuable materials exclusive to our members